What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Black Eyes, from the Expansion Pack Podcast. And on this week's episode, we're going to dive into some information about the new Resident Evil movie, Welcome to Raccoon City. We finally got our first look at uh, some pictures and some of the casting, so we'll go over that. We also got some more information about Saints Row and Dead Space. So we're going to talk about that starting right now. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack Podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. Ladies and gentlemen, it's episode 43. Episode 43. I'm your host, Danzel, aka Black Ice. I'm joined by my amazing co-host each and every week, starting off with the man, Goop, Master Flex. How you doing, boy? You already know. You already know. Stay gooping. Stay gooping, stay gooping. And then, of course, we got my other co-host here, Mr. Mr. May 25th. How you bro, bro? Well, you know, same shit, different toilet. I know y'all want to hear me say it. I might have to get that on a t-shirt one day. I got him. <laughs> I really might have to. I yeah, do. Huh. I, I buy it. I'm here for it, you know? Somebody on my job today said, they said, what'd you say? Same shit, different toilet? Cause that's my go-to small talk thing is, oh, you know, same shit, different toilet. And he's like, oh, never heard that before. I like that. Okay. That so much. No, gotta get a t-shirt, yeah. bro. Why you gotta get the t-shirt? No, bro, you did ass. He's like, yeah. I never heard it like that before. That's good stuff. I'm taking it. I said, hey, man, go on right ahead. Oh, you don't shit. even gotta give me no credit, bro. <laughs> go ahead. It's you all yours, you got that bro. from your boy. Hey, go ahead. That's funny. Yeah, man. All right. Well, hey, we're here to talk about some games like we always do. Uh, you know, we're, we're a week off from Gamescom. Um, I know, I mean, we we had a lot. Pretty much all last week's episode was about Gamescom. So we didn't really get too much new news um, since then. But, you know, we still got a couple things that we definitely want to talk about for sure. Uh, but, you know, we'll start off with a, with a fan favorite segment here, you know. Mr. May 25th, bringing it back again. You know. Oh. Let's go. Had to bring this back up because, you know, it's uh, coming to a close for the summer. You know what I'm saying? And uh, temperatures are starting to drop, you know? So it only makes sense that we got this icebreaker around here because we don't need to be doing this anyway soon. Pray for an easy winter. Um, so anyways, today's question is, what is one actor or name an actor that you would love to see do voice acting in a video game and why? Um, if you want to go for extra credit points, you can also give me what kind of video game you would like to see them in, but you ain't got to do that. I just want to know a name and, and why you want to see them in a, in a video game. Word. Okay. Um, Chris, do you want to go first? All right, cool. I'm gonna go first. Honestly, I think I need to see my guy Mahershala voice act something. Any like something. I don't want to see him do it like in like a superhero video game or something like that. But like I don't know. If Rockstar needed somebody, I would love to see that. If um they try to make another one of those games where you have like one of those main characters with a deep story and they go through all this stuff and blah I think he would be good for something like that. He's one of those dudes that when he talks, it's like Yeah. I like what I I don't even know what he'd be saying, but 
Yeah, especially when he was doing cotton mouth. Oh, bro. bro. Man. Man. That, that Man. It was the only reason I liked it. Because I ain't like Yo. shit else. I didn't like none of the other shit. But even the guy they picked to be Luke Cage. Nah, I didn't like him either. <laughs> but cotton mouth? Damn. Damn. Yeah, I really would love to see him do something. He could be the hero. He could be a villain. Doesn't matter. He could probably do something more eloquent. Or I'm pretty sure I have the confidence that he would be able to do something more street. Hell, if he voices his own video game, if they make a new Blade game or whatever when the movie finally drops, I'll be here for that too. I'm here for Mahershala Ali and a video game. That's it. That's it. Okay. That's it. That's it. Um, you gotta give him a cowmouth type of role in uh, you know, the next Grand Theft Auto. That would be dope. Like New Jack City Two. Oh, like it's him. All right, I gotta stop. I just blew my mind. <laughs> oh, man. oh man, New Jack City Two and Mahershala. So, what do y'all go? All right, <laughs> Lady, Lady, go ahead, go ahead. Before he, <laughs> and you know, yeah. all right, I'm gonna just say random name with the game. All right, Liam Nelson, Neeson. Sam Fisher, explain it slow. Huh. I, I I think I would like that. I, I would dig that. I didn't see you going there. I did not see that. Liam Neeson, old, disgruntled, grumpy-ass Sam Fisher. I can yeah, definitely I, rock with that. I would dig with that, you know what I'm saying? It would be weird, because, like, usually, you know, he's hunting down to people, but, well, actually, you know, it will work out. Yeah, it'll work out. I think that would be the perfect old Sam Fisher. <laughs> uh, it's been a while since I played Splinter Cell. Has he always had like the English accent? Because I don't recall that. Or would this just be like a no. newer kind? Of... No, okay. no, I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't think Liam Neeson even has to have the English accent. He can like he does. He knows how to do yeah, it without he, it. But... Yeah, he could just be an old grumpy mm-hmm. man. Oh damn! Yeah. You know what, Manny? I, I really fuck with that. I like that. Yeah. Liam Neeson to read some audio books. That'd be awesome too. Uh, so damn, I feel like mine is kind of not predictable, but like it's like obvious, I guess. But I would love to see Denzel Washington specifically playing a villain or a mentor in a GTA game. I feel like uh-huh. I feel like his voice is like I don't know if if you if you make him the villain, right? You got to go like Training Day Denzel, right? <laughs> Like Officer Tepeni? Like you want him to be like that? Yeah. If you go okay. villain wise, right? And you make it like like a whole yeah. story about I mean, I don't know if you want to make him a cop or if you just want to make him a lunatic or whatever you want to do. I mean, I guess he could be like a, a perfect Far Cry villain too, because you know they're the villains in Far Cry are freaking amazing. But I would specifically yeah. want to see him GTA and I want it to be like a training day style thing. And if it's not that, then I want him to be a mentor, like like just like an old head, like teaching you, I don't know, whatever it is that they're they're manifesting to do in GTA. I don't want it to be too stereotypical where it's like, all right, it's a gangster and you know, that storyline's played out and I'm sure they're probably still gonna do it, but I don't know. I I would love to just hear his voice in a, a GTA game doing all types of crazy shit as he's like talking you through it all, but I don't think he'd ever go for that. Hmm. Why not? Why not? I you know, you gotta have the typical gangster stuff. <laughs> Not let me stop. I could but see him like being I, a barber I guess, or something I, like that. Yeah. Yeah, like that's like that's like the you go to the barber shop, you get your cut, he's giving uh, you your next mission, whatever. He's like talking to you about this, that, and the other, talking to you about life. 
I don't know. I feel like he'd make a great like character in a game. Just randomly. Yeah, I, I see what you whatever. mean. Like imagine, bro, he's lining them up, and then people run in. And he's like, "Oh shit, hey, young blood, get in the back." What? Get in the back. And then like you gotta watch him deal with these other. Niggas. You come out. And I'm saying, then you be like, "Yo, Denzel, what happened?" And he's like, "Listen, I owe them some money, bro. I owe money." <laughs> and then you're like, "What?" And then you get the little thing on the map. You gotta go find them. No, yo. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's gonna be like you. That's kind of like um. Oh my god, what's his name? I don't remember the actor's name or the the name of the character, but in Luke Cage, the like. Oh yeah. The the dude on the barbershop, like, like that's music. basically. Uh, that. Okay. <laughs> that's, but that would basically be the role you're kind of talking about there. It is. It is. But I hated this acting convention. Damn, oh, you just hated man. everything about that. Huh? I did not like what they did with Luke Cage, man. I'm sorry. I. I know I may be in the minority for that one, but mm-mm. that wasn't it for me. Entitled to your opinion, then, you know. It's all good. It's all uh, good. Um, but yeah, I mean that's uh that's it for the icebreaker. That's actually a fun one though. I, I liked I like that. I specifically Manny mm-hmm. threw me off with that Liam Neeson one. That'd be interesting. Yeah. You know you got we me. Got, we gotta ask it, you know? We need Sam Fisher back. Can I get his voice on my Google thing? That'd be awesome too. <laughs> like, yo, Google, what's the weather? The weather today is going to be it's going to be cold. Oh, happy right now. You know? um, so as actually making a tangent on the whole like Luke Cage thing here, um, you know, talking about Marvel, you know, shifted over to our first topic that really is more about DC. But uh DC they're they're doing their I guess this their this will be their second annual fandom event. Um I think what do they say? Oh my gosh, I already lost it. It's going to be October 16th, guys. Um, you know, the, in addition to all the the DC comic book stuff, you know, they they're show they're going to be showing the new Batman movie, um Black Adam, The Flash, Aquaman 2, but you know, obviously, you know, what we are here for, guys. We're here for the games. So, they're going to be showing us finally some more stuff on Gotham Knights, which uh definitely kind of fell into obscurity cuz it got after it got pushed back. You know, we know that game was supposed to come out this year. It got pushed to 2022, you know, because of COVID, just like everything else has been happening. And we're also supposed to see some more on that new Suicide Squad game from uh, from Rocksteady. That game in particular, I'm very, very excited for because it's Rocksteady, guys. Like, Rocksteady, mm-hmm. they just make bangers. Uh, I'm still a little sad that they're not making that Superman game, but, you know, that's all right. Apparently, we're getting that at some point from someone, so... <laughs> Hey, but ain't that Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad where we got to kill Superman? So yeah, we yeah, have yeah. Superman kill somehow. Yeah, we got to kill the whole Justice League. Apparently, all so. of them. Batman, <laughs> Even Flash, Wonder Wonder Flash. Flash. How you gonna catch him? Yeah, mm. yeah. I'm not having a lot of faith, guys. We gonna get rocked because uh, <laughs> how you how you gonna beat Superman? How you gonna be Flash? Kryptonite and Flash. Tell you right now. You ever seen one of them things? I don't know if you know this from um. St. Lucia, but in Jamaica, they would have these things that they would put in front of the gates so that way cows wouldn't come in. And it was kind of torturous and fucked up because the cows, I think, would get stuck in it sometimes, but they literally would come in your yard all the time, so they had to do it. They put one of them shits in the ground because Flash don't be looking like that. He just be chilling and running, putting them in the ground, clip his ass up. That's it. You know what I mean? That wouldn't work. Flash be looking, bro. (laughs) 
Bro, Flash he looks, never looks like he looks at the ground. He, he looks, sees everything. Yeah, but he like he processes information so fast. Like he he's like seeing where he's going at all times. You think Flash just be running? Like, what if you ran into you know, a wall? Like, put a bear trap or something on the ground. You know what I mean? I think the way to stop him up is you got to get a train oh, off that uh, off that boys. <laughs> off that shot that he had in the beginning of the show when he ran over that chick. <laughs> Oh my god. Well, you get Omni Man, you know? You get an Omni Man. Well, Omni Man, you get Omni Man. Shit, you got Omni Man, you good, bro. Yo, this man was punching him with little broken. Oh, sorry. Not you. <laughs> Why did you make me do this? Oh, oh, man. So you can watch ah, season die. two, let's go. Oh, can't wait. Can't wait. But sorry, we get, we're going off on tangents today, but uh, back on track, back on track. So, so uh, Gotham Knights, Suicide Squad. <laughs> Out of these two games, you know, from each of you guys, which one are you the most excited for and why? Chris, I'm going to start with you. Um, Definitely Gotham Knights. Just because, I, I mean, granted, the games are made by the same people, I believe. They're both made by Rock City or no? No, this but one was made by, um, uh, almost, I almost said Ubisoft Montreal, but WB Games Montreal. Ah, uh, okay, okay. But Rock City made some of the past Gotham games. Yeah, they made all oh. the, the Arkham... Yeah, okay. So, that alone will give me enough credence to say I would definitely try this game and see what's going on because those games are always really, really good, especially when the first one came out. I remember that came out and that kind of changed how I looked at uh, superhero games. I'm not going to lie because before then, you know, I think I might have played a lot of the Spider Man games and some of the X Men stuff and a lot of other things that I never felt like they took that stuff seriously Mm. um, until. The Arkham Knight game started happening. That's when I was like, I nah, they're not playing no more. These are some good ass games. They're not fucking around. And then same thing happened with Spider-Man and a lot of the newer stuff that we're getting now, because Spider-Man is another one where I'm like, yeah, they put their foot in that. That's not like a a little cheap game that they just put out because a movie is out. No, Spider-Man is a legit gaming franchise too. Mm-hmm. Um, so with that being said, I'm I'm excited for for the Suicide Squad game. I love the voice acting I saw in the trailer, so I'm thinking that's gonna be pretty good, but it's 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 batman and arkham and all that stuff man like that's that's home that's home red hood red hood Damn. you want me to be more excited to play with harley quinn than red hood Bam. i don't want to play harley quinn you were going to play harley quinn i know your yeah, ass we know you know about you <laughs> what do you mean what no, do you mean for real or that's the first character you're playing with. You we'll know we'll see you as Batgirl and um. Oh my god! We know about you. It's okay. I wish ba- I wish <laughs> I wish Gotham Knights was four player co op. It sucks that it's only two player co op because you have four characters, and I feel like you know it would be a perfect four player co op game. So I think boys. that's gonna change. I feel yeah, like me it too. has, has changed because it just seems I'm- too obvious. Like, why would you not have four? You have four different characters. Why would you not have four person co op? That may be part of why I got pushed back because it just seems like a no brainer to me for sure. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Manny, which what about you though? Which one which one are you leaning more towards? Sounds yeah, like I gotta one. go with uh <laughs> I gotta go with Gotham Heights though. Uh like I said, you know, with the whole co-op aspect, I'm sure, you know, Suicide Squad is gonna have his co-op aspect, but like Chris said, it's Gotham and just like the I feel like in the whole Batman side of things, where it's like you got like, Nightwing um robin red hood and batgirl is like they're like they're characters i would rather play as more personally because like i said 
mm-hmm. or like Chris said, or just like it's that Gotham aspect of those characters that just like makes the game more dark and everything like that. I feel like just like even the way Gotham is, you know, that dark world and everything like that. I, I like that more than I would say like what probably Suicide Squad will be, but I'm sure I'll enjoy both. Yep, yep. Um, I mean, yeah, it sounds like we're going to go three for three here because uh, I'm mm. feeling the same way as you guys. I'm way more excited to play Gotham Knights, uh, mainly because it seems like they're they're doing like this interesting, like not heavy handed, but like a vague looter shooter mechanic around it. Um, and, you know, obviously I know Suicide Squad is going to have co-op, but I feel I really feel like this Gotham Knights game is going to end up pulling out the four person co-op thing because uh nightwing is like one of my favorite characters ever so Mm -hmm. that's exactly how i'm playing you know red hood is dope as fuck so i definitely got to try him out too uh and you know as you guys both mentioned in you know your own ways like gotham itself as a city it's just very it's just different you know like that city is just a whole character into itself and it seems like the developers are really trying to draw that out um so yeah i think it's gonna be dope i'm hoping Oh, I, I was just gonna say, I'm hoping it's as big as um, the last, uh, the last Batman game, because that game was massive, and they really, mm-hmm. they really did Gotham justice. Like it was just, you could go anywhere and fly, like fly around. You could drive in the Batmobile. Like there was so much going on. Like it really uh, did a really great job of making that city like fun to run around in, like being a true playground. And obviously, that's like a you know, it's an older game at this point. They didn't have as much technology as they have now. Now they can build a much more massive world and have a lot more going on, have it, you know, a little bit more densely populated than it was before. Uh, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with a newer technology for sure. Mm-hmm. What are you going to say there, Chris? Oh, no, I was just going to ask, do you, would you guys think it's fair to say that Gotham City is the most lore rich city that's been crafted in terms of like a superhero city? Because I, I think so. I can't think of another city that's like, more fleshed out be a character like how has a city had character development yeah well gotham city has had character development that, right i i you can't think of anything else right like mm-hmm. metropolis is not even that. not even get that, out of here. <laughs> get that out of here uh central city is interesting but you know again nothing like gotham no, there's not. Like the, they've built um, them up from the ground, bro. Like the, that's that's kind of what the pull is for us because we've been here watching the bricks get laid piece by piece. You know, watching the city get built and down to the villains, down to the pedestrians, down to the damn police force, bro. Like Gotham feels alive, even though it's a very fictional city. It's Wakanda maybe might have that a little bit, but they've not gone nowhere near deep enough in what's going on there for us to say that. But yeah. Batman, I feel like Wakanda hasn't had the chance to. Um, show itself in like mainstream media as much. Like yeah. we've seen literally every freaking iteration of Gotham that we can think of, from movies to TV shows to video games to comic books to this, that, blah, 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 blah. blah. Like Gotham has had a lot of opportunities to flush itself out with all the different pieces of medium that that mainstream medium that's been out there. Um, whereas Wakanda, you know, we we've had we had one movie, one movie, amazing movie. <laughs> Obviously, we got the comic books, but you know I don't consider those mainstream yet. Uh, so, yeah, Wakanda's Wakanda's very flushed out though. So whenever we get to that point, it's going to be amazing to see and, and talk about for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
All right. Well, you know, we'll we'll definitely uh this guy, yo. Oh man, we don't gonna... we not even gonna so talk about that one. Oh well I was gonna say after Betty just threw me off completely. Um, you know, we'll definitely be looking forward to seeing everything that they're gonna be talking about at the fandom on October sixteenth. But we're jumping over to the next topic here, staying in the same um, you know, movies and, and other entertainment realm in addition to video games guys my favorite my favorite series resident evil we're gonna talk about it anytime that i can get a chance to talk about resident evil we're gonna talk about resident evil so uh we we know that they're coming out with a new movie um welcome is it resident evil welcome to raccoon city or return to raccoon city i think it's welcome i think it's welcome welcome welcome. to raccoon city yeah okay so um, we know that that movie is supposed to be coming out later this year. I think they said November 24th to be exact. And finally, today, we finally got some uh, some screenshots. Or actually, no, yesterday, sorry. Yesterday, we got some screenshots showing off some of the casting. So we've gotten um, Leon. We got Chris. We got Claire Redfield. We got Wesker. Um, I forget the other character that they showed off. Oh, man. He's not as big of a deal, but obviously, you know, the, everyone that I mentioned before that, they're definitely a big deal. Damn, who was, Manny, do you remember the, the third, like, in that picture that shows Wesker, Jill, and um, Chris, do you remember Chris? who they showed? There's another person. Brad. There. Brad. Brad. Oh, that's sorry. I forgot to do that. Said he almost got turned into a Jill sandwich. sandwich. I bet I better get that in the movie. <laughs> oh my if God. I don't get that in the movie, I'm not watching the rest. <laughs> but Brad, Brad dies like quick. I mean, sorry, spoiler alert, guys. But yeah! <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh. it wasn't gonna matter for anybody. But I know Chris ain't played original Eels. <laughs> I ain't going back to play them shit, so we good. You can watch the movie. He knows what happened. He's good. I ain't Hell no, nah, that blocky ass shit. I ain't not going back to play that. Wallet. Oh man, but but uh, let's let's get into the pictures we saw, guys. Let's get into the these castings here. So, uh, the first one that I'm I'm very interested in, I should say, is uh, Leon. Leon's going to be played by Avon. Mm, Manny, you said the name before. I I'm gonna butcher it. You said it before. I just said Avon Jogia. I'm probably butchering oh, it too. Butchering it. Might be. It might be Hogia. I don't know. It okay. might be. I'm gonna. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't. Sorry, Avon. Nah, yeah, sorry, bro. Sorry, we we gonna fuck your shit up. Yeah, it's sorry, bro. Value. Um, I mean, I'm gonna also say sorry because I'm not feeling the way you look in this at all. Like you're not looking like Leon at all. Bro, when I saw his face, I was like, yo, that's a dude from Victorious. My man can sing. This came at his neck. Yo, let yo Gia chill, bro. Yo, like I liked him. I've I've seen him in a couple other uh shows, and I actually like him as an actor. But looking at him and like trying to say, okay, this is gonna be Leon Kennedy for the next like however long they decide to do these movies, mm-hmm. that was a bad first impression. But moving, you know, I'll, I'll just say a couple of the other people here. Um, so Claire is going to be play. Oh, man, I'm going to butcher all these names. I'm going to just tell y'all right now. Uh, Claire is going to be played by Kea. Woo. Scordelario. Scordelario. Ah, she was in. Um, she was in the Maze Runner. She was in that movie Crawl. I've seen her in a couple mm. different things. I actually like her casting. She looks like she's gonna 
do a great job. Um, but we also got Chris Redfield being played by Robbie Amell. I think that's a great casting. We got is that uh, Stephen Amell's brother? It is. It's his cousin. It's his cousin. Ah, uh, okay. Um, and then we got Albert Wesker being played by Tom Hopper. If any of you guys have seen Umbrella Academy, he's uh he's like the the big like dude with the big arms and whatnot. Um, I think that's actually a really good casting too. Although in the photos that they showed, you don't really see his face, but like if you look up his face, I think he's actually a really good casting for Wesker. Um, and then Jill Valentine is going to be played by Hannah John uh, Kamen. So at first, I didn't think that she looked right for the role, judging by the pictures that they showed. But then I like I looked up a separate image of her, and I feel like she's actually going to kill that because I I know I've seen her in a couple other movies as well. Um, but then we got Brad Vickers being played by Nathan Dales, and I think that's it. I think uh, we also got an image of like some monster looking character that honestly I'm not too familiar with, but you know, based on those images that we've seen guys, you know, what are you guys thinking? Uh, Manny, I'll start with you. I know you've, you've played the game, so you know what, what all these characters should be looking like. What do you think so far? Yeah. I mean, of course, when I look at Leon, we both had, we all had the same reaction. We're just like, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't look like him, but we can't knock him off because, you know, like you said, you liked his acting in other shows. So I'm sure he's probably going to kill it or we're going to hope he's going to kill it because yeah. we don't want, you know, this is Denzel's favorite franchise. we got to make sure this is a good movie. Damn right. But, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you know, I'm interested to see what the casting, how they're going to translate to the movie. Um, I feel like it's just one of the situations where it's like, it's hard. It's hard to screw it up because they're going based off a game. I feel like there isn't, like I mean, there could, there's a possibility they could screw it up, obviously. But I feel like you got the outline already because they're going based off the first two games. Um, the only thing is, I remember, um, you know, talking about it before we started recording was, it's based off the first two games, and I wonder how they're gonna translate Jill going into the, like Raccoon City because. In the first game, she's in the mansion with uh, Chris and Wesker and Brad uh, before, you know, she allegedly almost got turned into a Jill sandwich. But then, you know, also the second game and the third game are happening at the same time. So I wonder if they're going to somehow implement that into the movie and like the end trailer or whatever. Or, you know, I just hope that, you know, they find a way to like make sure that they go off like how the games were and not like their own route and kind of mess it up. Mm, so to yeah. say, I feel you. It's, it's almost like they could be biting off more than they can chew if there's the cramming both of those movies together. And, you know, and, and again, like you said, if, if they even try to cram in that third movie, that's even more going on because you have the nemesis who's like a massive character, really beloved. Um, are you going to throw the nemesis in there too? Like showing Jill, you know, running around doing whatever she's doing. A part of me feels like part of me feels like they're probably gonna take some creative freedom with this and they won't go like they won't stick directly to the script, which I'm okay with. You know, I I wanna go to the movie to see someone else's interpretation of a game that I loved before. I don't necessarily want them to make the exact same thing. So mm-hmm. I'm okay with them changing a couple things up. Um as long as they do it right, because you know, I I don't think the story of, of Resident Evil is perfect. It, it definitely needs a lot of work. Um, but, you know, I just happen to love the game because it was a big part of my childhood, I guess you could say. Um, but mm-hmm. but really, when you when you go back and you think about the story itself, like especially like after playing the remake of um, 2 and 3, like story could use a little bit of cleanup. So, 
this could be an opportunity to do that for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm sure to find a way. Like, I hope, you know, because like my favorite was three personally. I hope you just, you know, make that into, you know, the, the next movie, make it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Muy bueno. Muy bueno. Uh, all right. Well, hey, Chris, you know, I want to get your take on this here. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it, but like I'm gonna curb my excitement a little bit just because I don't know. I guess the bet the last few movies put such a bad taste in my mouth, and I know they have nothing to do with this, but I'm I'm still kind of walking into this with a little bit of a reservation a little bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I will say I like the fact that they chose a lot of like people on their cast that aren't like the best known actors. I always kind of like when I see films do that. Um but I honestly got to say, like, I think in order for this franchise to succeed and, like, actually get more sequels and maybe outdo the last franchise, not every movie requires for the people who are writing it to sit there and not only write the direct script, but, like, technically come up with lore for what happened in the past. But, like, Resident Evil, like, like you, you need that. You know, you need to, like, have known what already happened and what's going to happen in the future in order to kind of make the one movie you're making now, like, kind of good, if that makes any sense. Because... One thing I've always noticed in the last movies is, like, no matter what the plot was, no matter who was in it, no matter what the locale was, it always came back to, oh, some T-virus bullshit. And it's like, you got you can't keep doing that. Like, dude, you got to, like, be able to weave the story together better than just, oh, I, I, I knew it was the T-virus. You know, I, I was just being optimistic that it was something else. But God... I knew it was the T-virus. I'm going to tell you right now, that's the, that's the most... <laughs> true to the game thing that they have ever done in the uh, in the movies. The T-Virus mm-hmm. is like the MacGuffin of all MacGuffins. Like, the, you want to piece together the most ridiculous story you could possibly think of? You want to justify well, nah, this is a little different, but you, you want to justify like I don't know, uh, fucking chainsaw guy with a burlap sack over his head? T-Virus. You want to <laughs> justify? They gotta stop that, bro. Yeah, yeah. Stop that yeah. Shit. My problem with those movies, you know, again, like I I do love them, but my biggest problem with those movies was they always had an out because Alice was a fucking superhuman. Like all they always had an out. She would always figure something out. She could get into a massive plane crash that literally nobody should survive. But because she's, you know, God tier because she has the T-virus, she's going to survive and she'll like crack her own limbs back into place and get up and go fight, you know, a bunch of zombies and do this and do that. Like, that was always my problem. And obviously, like, you know, you have to suspend your disbelief at some level. Like, this is a this is a franchise about zombies and a virus that turns people into zombies and yada, yada, yada. So, like, obviously, it's not going to be that realistic, but the games are a lot more grounded in reality than those movies were. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, there's a real sense of danger for, like, uh, Leon and Claire and like all, all these people that we're seeing so far and you know Wesker goes off and you know we know well some of us know what happens with Wesker but mm-hmm. for everybody else the stakes is stakes are pretty high right like anything could happen and they're gonna die like chances are they're going to die so I don't know it's it's I'm I don't foresee that being an issue with this movie so in that way I think they're okay but to your Chris back to your point like the T-virus thing there's no way that they're gonna write that out because it's just so cool. I don't even want them to write it out. Don't yeah. you don't gotta leave. it can stay in the movie. Just write it in a way where it weaves together better. Mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. can't just always seem like you're a trump card 
wherever you got backed into a corner writing wise, and then you're like, well, you know what? T virus. Mm. No, can't do that. That's not it. If you're gonna make the T virus be a big thing, then truly sit down and think about the origin of the T virus, how the T virus evolves, how it truly affects. Like you got to go into all of that, man, in order for this to work. Um, and you don't have to go into all of it in one movie, but you do eventually have to touch on it all in order for us to wrap our brains around this T-virus shit. It's mm. real, you know? <laughs> you, can't, you can't do it like how y'all try to do it. I hope that it has a progression locale-wise, like how uh, Planet of the Apes did. Now, hear me out for a second, right? Planet of the Apes, the first movie, started off regular civilization. Everything was fine. Second movie, you kind of see where the apes are starting to... I don't know, evolve or change or adapt. Adapt is a better word. Mm -hmm. Adapt to what was going on. Some of the environment started to, you know, get shambly and da-da-da-da. And then by the last movie, it was like the cities that we knew and all that stuff were like complete lush jungles and and you got broken down cars. Like, they made Earth their home by the third movie. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I just want them to, like, if they're going to do multiple, progress it nicely because you're starting from the beginning where this is the first movie, make it change nicely. Like, don't make it be, again, for the last franchises, they had the first two movies, and then, I don't know if it was the third one or the fourth one, but then somebody ended up in a fucking desert. And I'm like, like, nah, like, don't yeah. do that. Like, come on, make yeah. this shit make sense throughout the whole thing. So I want this to be good. I'm optimistic, but I can't go in there all dumb and excited because, yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, that last point you made, I, don't, I hope doesn't become a problem because again, I'm hoping they're sticking more to the game than, you know, going as far out there as they went with the, the original movies, because the original movies got to a place where like, you know, eventually the, the T-Virus took over the whole world, right? And that never happened in the, the, the games yet. And I think that's why they went that route because they could just do whatever the hell they wanted and not be beholden to the games. It was like, okay, fast forwarding to this time where the T-Virus takes over everything and it's the end of the world. And in the in the games, it's not like that. It's like these situations happen in isolated incidents. Um, mm. You know, Raccoon City gets contained pretty, pretty nefariously, um, you know, at the end of the second slash third game. And things don't necessarily get too out of hand, but then you see different pockets of the situation creeping back up here and there. And they did actually do a good job, even though the T-Rivers was still the thread between everything. They did do smart. They made it smart about the way they incorporated the T-Rivers into different situations, like Mm -hmm. Village in particular. Like there was like a, I mean, I guess we're far enough. No, I'm not going to spoil it. um, I'm going to play that at some point. But they they do a good job of writing in, the the hooks of what you knew happening in like one two three four you know and um it's not the same as the movies where the movies just didn't care it was just like t-virus that's it that's it that's the answer well why are you uh why does this guy have a pyramid head and a sword t-virus that's it ah i, I should have known <laughs> yeah. i don't know i asked <laughs> um, uh, um all i gotta say is uh if they ever make it to uh the fifth game Chris better be punching rocks. Why I gotta put the rocks? No, the, the character. It's a, it's a reference. Is. Oh. It's a reference to like the end of the, uh, the fifth game, and it's hilarious. Yeah, my guy was... Uh, actually, funny enough, they, actually, funny enough, they made a reference on uh, Village with that. That was funny when, they, uh, when he mentioned it. <laughs> wow. 
Chris uh, Chris Redfield in particular, I I feel like there's a lot that they need to go back and fix with him. Like he's still like a fan favorite character, but some of that like he's a little too strong for a realism thing. Like they need to they need to lay off of that. I mean, they, it seems like they've done so in uh, in eight and I guess mm-hmm. seven. I don't remember who's in seven. But yeah, it, it was more realistic on seven and eight, but five was just a different breed. Yeah, no, nah, five, <laughs> five. They knew they were getting out of hand. Five and six, they knew they they were like, all right, we got to reel this shit back in. <laughs> Reboot. Reboot. They, 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 and I mean, obviously it was successful because seven and eight are like what, some of the best selling games in the franchise for sure. So mm-hmm. good to see. Good to see. Ah, oh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil. But yeah, we'll, uh, we'll look. I'm I'm really waiting to see a trailer, man. I mean, Chris, I know you mentioned yeah. it before too. Like, you know, before Fucking we weird, before. man. But yeah, it's weird. Like the the movie's coming out November 24th. We don't have a trailer yet. Like, I feel like it's time. You know, we'll get something. I'm sure of it. We we yeah, I'm sure we will. I mean, the fact that they released these pictures today like could mean one of two things. Like, we're not gonna get that trailer for another month, a couple weeks, or maybe we'll get the trailer by the end of this week. Who knows? But I'm hoping it's sooner rather than later because I I definitely want to get a better understanding of what this world is going to be about. And then you also have the the Netflix like TV show version of this that's uh, happening yeah. where you got uh was it Lance Riddick? Is it Lewis or Lance? I always get them mixed up. I'm pretty sure it's Lance Riddick um, who's going to be playing Wesker and the dude who plays Zavala, Chris. You remember his name? Oh is yeah, Lance, Lance Riddick. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited to see his take on Wesker. You know and I don't know where they're going with that storyline, but um, yeah, obviously it's not going to tie into this movie at all. But you know, more <laughs> Resident Evil for me, the better. So, you know, Capcom, let's go, chop chop, hit your boy, yeah, up. chop chop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right, well, we'll leave Resident Evil alone for now. Uh, jumping from uh, from my favorite franchise to Man- one of Manny's favorite franchises, let's talk a little bit more about Saints Row. Manny, I'm gonna let you take it away. Yeah, I mean, um, they finally gave us, well, not finally, because it was like a day after, but they gave us a little welcome to St. El- Eliso. Uh, it was my bad if I butcher it. You know, my my English isn't the greatest, but... Santo Eliso. Uh, Santo Eliso. So welcome to Santo Eliso, where they show you how the saints work. Um, I liked it. It was pretty, it was pretty simple. They kind of introduced uh, not only um, the characters that you're going to be working with, um, but as well as the gangs you're going to be fighting against and what you can do in the city. Um, and let me tell you, I, I think the city looks massive. If, like, the golden route, the way it looks in the trailer and, like, the beginning, how to show, like, the canyons and everything like that, it looks massive. And I am i can't wait to see how, like, it translates into the actual game or if that's just, like, oh, okay, like, this is just outside the map. You can't go there type of stuff. So I can't wait to see that aspect. Um, map looks amazing. The gameplay looks fun. Um, classic Saints Row fa- fashion, where it's like top of the line, just action. Um, I know a lot of people has been saying they're not a big fan of the Saints Row just because like the characters doesn't look gangsterish and everything like that. And one thing I just don't understand. Well, I mean, I do understand because like you grew up playing Saints Row one and two, and you like you know Saints Row for being a hardcore gangster game, but. And then when it gets to three and four, it's just like, okay, what kind of parody is this? But I feel like as time goes on, you know, you, like I understand you want to go back to the gangster roots, but I feel like what Saints Row is doing is like 
but they're going with the time, you know what I mean? They're not going back, but they're going forward because, I mean, yeah, like, you're going to have your classic gaming and action, but, I mean, this is a brand new Saints, uh, Saints Row world where you got these four kids that want to, like, basic, well, teenagers that want to, like, basically uh, rule St. Elysio their way, and that's kind of how, like, they marketed the game is, like, you know, have your own fun kind of way where you rule the world however you want, and you could buy your own properties and everything like that. Um, the um, You could also, like, design things the way you want to, and that's what I like about how the Saints Row is going, because like, yeah, it's not the classic gangbang where you find all these hardcore gangs, but, like, it's about, you know, starting from the bottom and making your way up top, which, you know, what I feel like is a, you know, classic Saints Row faction. Uh, you know, you all, you all started somewhere. So, even though, like I said, a lot of people hasn't been, you know, liking the game too much, I feel like this game is going to strive in the fact that they're going ahead into what the game should be, like, modernized, so to say, if you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I mean, you got to bring the game to to 2021 or 2022 by the time it comes mm-hmm. out. You got to it has to be grounded in like the world that we live in today, right? Like and I I actually feel like the hardcore like gang type of thing actually is going to play a role in this cuz it does seem like some of those gangs that you're fighting against, I think at least like one or two of them they they discussed them a little bit in the trailer. Like there was one that's a little bit more like muscle, you know, muscle bound and like they're, they're a little bit more aggressive and there's a couple that are a little bit more cerebral. Um, but I do think that they're, they're showing like a level of diversity that some of, some of the, I think at least that, that muscle gang is a little bit more traditional, like hardcore gangster mm-hmm. type of thing. And I think the game isn't just about like gang banging, like on the streets and all that stuff. Like it's also about like outsmarting the other people. And, uh, you know, <clears throat> I, I think all of those things are going to play a role in the world that they seem to be creating. And Manny, you know, to your point, like, Mm-hmm. Obviously, everything about the game seems to really cater to the idea of like making things happen your way, right? Like the tagline, I think they said is self-made. So you, know, mm-hmm. you as the character, you're, I, I think you're, you get to be the boss is the name of the character. You get to care, uh, customize him or her, however you want him to be. Um, you know, you <clears throat> get to buy properties and, you know, basically just develop your criminal organization the way that you want it to be. And I, I think it's really cool. Like, I like the way that they showed off a lot of the little... <clears throat> uh, concepts for the game because this this trailer is really more about the developers talking about their vision for what this is going to be and what that world Santo Elicio will be. Um, so I'm very excited for it. I like the fact that it seems like they're kind of bridging the gap between like some of the ridiculousness of the the newer games with like some of the more seriousness around like building your squad and all that type of stuff from from the OG games. Like I, I feel like. You can't be too ridiculous with this. You can't be too out there. You know, we, we made the mm-hmm. jokes, uh, I think, last week about, like, the superpowers and the, the alien invasion and all that stuff. Like, leave that stuff alone. But you want to give me a veto that I could, like, go fly around in and blow some shit up? I'm here for that. Give me that. Because that's like, that's, like, San Andreas-level ridiculousness that everybody loves, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, you, you got to, for me, you got to balance it, right? It, it, it can be over the top, but it still needs to be grounded in reality at some level. And if, if you can make it closer to San, uh, San Andreas, then like Saints Row the Third, all, mm-hmm. good, all good by me. All good by me. But yeah, Chris, what do you think about the, you know, what you've seen so far? Um, like it looks cool and all, but I, I can't say that I got wowed, you know? I can't say that anything I saw was like, oh man, this, or 
how do I put this? I'm not any more enticed to get the game now than I was before I watched it. Like, I still want to play it, yeah, but am I like, yeah, really? No, nah, I didn't really get that, like, vibe from it. Um, I feel like with this game, dude, because they have, I don't want to say they have a head start, but because we're expecting Grand Theft Auto to take another few years for it to come out, like, I, and it's a reboot of your franchise, like, y'all need to be going hard in terms of advertising, in terms of how your trailers are set up, all that stuff to make sure that you guys can really steal some of their audience if you can help it. So, and that's just how my mind works with it. Um, you don't think they have yeah, to start I, there? You don't think the game a little bit or not game awards? It, it, it was cool, but it still wasn't like I feel like it was a, a big deal more for the fact that people were like, "Oh my god, it's back and it's getting re- rebooted," not so much the meat of what we saw. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I don't think it looks bad. But I'm I'm not blown away. Yeah, I'm not really blown away by anything. Like when I look at these kind of like big sandbox games like this that are in the same ilk as a Grand Theft Auto, like Cyberpunk blew me away. When I first saw that trailer, I said, "Holy shit!" That's why we were so pumped about the game before it came out. You know, because brah, there's only two trailers in the last ten years that made me go, "Holy shit!" Cyberpunk and Anthem. Anthem fucking had me ready to just give him all my <laughs> bro. When I first saw that Iron Man suit, I said, "Yes, please." Um, I thought there's a trend there. <laughs> I was gonna say, too bad those two Both games, those games uh, didn't have Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. They might have done it a little too much with the marketing. <laughs> they they might have went a little too hard. Yeah. But the point I'm trying to make here is, I I I know that they're coming out with the reboot, and I want to see if they can really truly compete with Grand Theft Auto. That's my main thing. Like, can you compete? Are you really gonna be here to really take some 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 uh, capital away? Are you gonna really really gonna really compete compete? I want to see it. I want to see what they got. But like, I don't. know. I guess they gotta show me a bit more for me to wrap my head around it. What would have been cool is if they would have even touched on maybe some of the online stuff. Like Manny's been talking about it for a while. If they come out with the online version that's similar to what Grand Theft Auto has, mm. that might be a game changer. Show me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, let me see it. Yeah. You know, um, I don't know if there's a hard release date for the game. I don't remember if they announced that. 22nd. Uh, okay. Um, oh, yeah, February, right. So, I mean, that's not even too long away. Maybe they got more aces in the deck. I don't know, but, like, I think I, I think need they, a little more. I do think I it's, a little more. it would be premature to show, like, if they do have, like, a competitive GTA Online kind of thing. I do think it'd be a little premature to show that, but... Yeah, I'm I'm sure we might if that exists, we would see it at like the game awards in December. Yeah. If yeah. that exists. But yeah. they did they did say there's gonna be drop in, drop out co op. So I mean that's good. Um, they can just jump into your game and then leave when they want to, kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Nice. And that's uh that you know, that was something that was in the OG St. Soros. I don't remember if that was in like the third mm-hmm. or fourth one, but yeah. yeah. Always good to see that because you know, it's always fun mm-hmm. to play with your friends. But um yeah. but yeah, I'm 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 definitely interested to learn more. You know, it's it's we got a little bit more after the initial reveal. You know, they're showing a little bit more gameplay. And I do have to agree with you from a gameplay standpoint. I didn't see anything in particular that blew me away. But the things that I hear them talking about as far as like what that world is going to look like and how, you know, alive it, it should be and how you can form things to, you know, work out the way you want them to, I guess, like building your own businesses and taking over this segment of the territory and that segment. Like, you know, I'm. I'm interested in seeing how it all plays out, but I, I'm excited because I'm a Saints Row fan, but I also do, I do agree with you a lot, Chris, like 
they do need to show a little bit more. And I don't necessarily know if their mindset is, you know, GTA is not here. It's not going to be here for a while, so let's capitalize. Because I don't know if this is being billed as, like, a AAA game in that sense. I guess I just don't have a feel for that yet. And I guess maybe that's a problem, but... Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, for sure. Like For sure. Like, I, I understand where they're going because I understand what Saints Row is. It's more fun and free and yada, yada, yada. But I do think that I'm not entirely sure of how high quality this is going to be versus how not. So, and I don't know, I, I definitely don't know how much they're utilizing next-gen tech because um, apparently it's going to be uh, on last-gen hardware too. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. moving on to another game that's making a comeback. We got a, a nice little developer stream. Uh, it's Dead Space, guys. Dead Space. Now, that, that's a little different. That game's going to be uh, all next gen. It's going to be fucking fantastic. Uh, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. That's exactly what we need. Exactly what we want. Um, but yeah, Dead Space, they, uh, they showed off some new, well, some like pre-alpha footage. And they talked a lot about their uh, their intentions for the game. So you know, it's, it's some some of the stuff that we've kind of already talked about as well. But they kind of dabbled in the idea that they want to continue um, the theme that they had in the original game, where there's no loading times or anything, right? So they they specifically called out the new hardware, the new SSDs, as something that will allow them to achieve that again. Um, you know, they they also talked about. Uh, some of the lighting that will help them to achieve a more immersive experience. They also talked about the new audio tech that'll help them to achieve a more immersive experience. And kind of one of the things that that Dead Space is definitely notorious for is the idea of the dismemberment system. Um, So being able to chop off the the necromorphs uh, hands or sorry, arms and legs and whatnot. And that's really the the core gameplay loop of the game. Like you, for those of you who've never played Dead Space, if you shoot a necromorph in the head, it grows another limb. It gets more aggressive. It gets stronger. So it's not something you want to do. You want to cut off the legs. You want to cut off the arms. That that's really what kills it. So um, you know, they showed off some really interesting stuff around uh, what they call the peeling system. So I'm actually just going to read right off an article that uh, is on Windows Central here, and I definitely want to credit the person who wrote it here. So Sam T- uh, Sam Talbert. So he talks about this peeling system here. He said the team also talked about improving combat in Dead Space. While dismemberment is a huge feature, there's also a new peeling system that shows damage chipping away at limbs or portions of necromorphs' bodies without the limbs fully being severed, with the effect varying from weapon to weapon. The limb's bone might even snap while the rest of the limb hangs from the torsos and whatnot. So like, it's definitely like a really visceral experience mm-hmm. and uh i'm here for that mm-hmm. you know we was talking we, you know we talked about a couple episodes ago like you know unreal engine uh five and how you know that could look for horror games yeah you know, obviously going a different route they're not using unreal engine 5 they're using the frostbite engine which is an amazing engine um, but they, they're clearly like iterating on it to be able to do some really interesting things. And like the idea of like flesh and bone kind of like hanging off of, of monsters, like as you're, you know, trying to figure out, okay, where am I going to shoot this thing? How am I, I going to strategically like get this thing killed? That shit's fucking cool, man. 
That shit yeah. is really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, Chris, I'm going to start with you on this one, man. What do you think about what you saw from, from the showcase? Um, it's a little bite, bite-sized thing, but, uh, you know, what do you think? Yeah, yeah, no, I, yeah. See, Dead Space, granted it wasn't a trailer, and I guess maybe it's not fair to say this because they really expanded on a lot of what they wanted to talk about, but they got me excited, you know, because the way they're talking, the language they're using, I like that talk, you know what I mean? <laughs> so when you're talking about the whole limb system, I think I might have said this a couple of different times in past episodes, but there's not a lot of games out yet, even though these consoles are going to be going on a year in a couple months. There's not a couple games out, not enough games out at least, that fully make you feel like you're in a next-gen experience. You know what I'm saying? At least not yet. So when I hear talk like this, I'm like, yeah, yeah talk like that. Because it's just another level of, of realism to the game, especially in something like a horror shooter. Because, my dude, that's a physics that I didn't think that it was possible in a video game. I didn't think it was possible for them to really get it good where, like, skin could peel or 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 a bone could break the skin or whatever, but it doesn't affect the rest of the model. Like, that's, that's some crazy stuff, man. And it makes me excited not only for the game, but then other games in the future. Because I feel like what's happening right now is a lot of people are just experimenting <laughs> with, the, with the, the new technology. And we haven't gotten to a point yet where people said, all right, We've poked around in it enough to know that you can do all this shit, now make a video game. I don't think we're there yet. You know, I think people are still very much just like, yeah, this is some cool shit, but we're still figuring it out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but another thing that also kind of caught me too is that when you listen to them talk, not only are they explaining this stuff, but they they have a genuine excite, you know, about what they've been coming up with, yep. you know? And whenever I see developers talk like that, you guys know what I'm talking about. There is a big difference between the developer that's talking like these Dead Space guys and then the developer that they, they push the guy out there, I can do your lines, go out there and say this shit, mm-hmm. you know what to do. Yeah. And then they're just kind of, they're happy to be there, but they don't got the same level of, mm, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Them two dudes today in the thing, they came off like, like people who play video games that are excited about video games and I was like, oh my God, this shit is, it's turning out how we want it to turn out. Yeah. That's how it sounded to me. And that's what I would like to call confidence that's almost silence because they didn't really come out of nowhere and say, our game's shit, our game's this, or it's going to... No, they're just... You could tell that they're happy with the progress that they're making yeah. and they feel good about it. And I'm like, yeah, see, that... that You don't always have to say that my game is this, that, and the third. It's literally those little things like that that let me know where you're at in your development process. And I'm just like... Keep being excited, boys, because mm-hmm. if your game was shit, you wouldn't be excited. You know what I'm saying? So that's true. Yeah. I'm very, very much uh here for it. The the zero gravity thing that they were talking about, too, sounded really, really cool. Again, these are mechanics that not only they can use in their game, but I want to see this stuff in other video games too. Being able to like go through space and really feel like you're in space. Yeah, give me that. And if Dead Space is gonna be the first game to knock the wall down in terms of how to do that in a next gen way then yeah, let's do that and let's get this shit in other games and, you know, bing, bang, boom, and let's do the damn thing. But it's 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 uh, it's exciting for them. It's very, very exciting. The graphics are way better than it used to. Everything seems like it's coming together really nicely in the oven for this game, so. You talking about I, the graphics, bro? Yeah, yeah. Bro, yeah. They showed that, like, little image of the, the old game and then they, they showed, like, the, mm-hmm. the early build, like, of a hallway and the, oh, my 
The lighting. Yeah, when, he was, when he was walking through it, bro, it looked so smooth and so good, bro. Dude, I saw that and I got chills and I, I was like, yo, I'm just watching a video of like them talking <laughs> about the game. I can't imagine how it's going to be just like chilling in the room by yourself, dark with the headset on, full blasted, just walking around. Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, a necromorph. Ah, and like, ah. but the lighting, though, the lighting in particular is the one thing that I just want to stress real quick. The lighting specifically on Isaac's like suit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. And like seeing it like change as you're walking through the world. So the one thing that I... I'm curious if they'll do because it seems like they they're they're being really coy. Like that that's actually another thing that I was I was I liked about this was they weren't talking a lot. Like the stuff that they showed was really powerful, right? Um, but they weren't really saying too much, right? Like they were very like strategic about okay, like you know we're doing this, but you know we got a lot of other things to show you guys. Like got a lot of this, we got you know like they're being really coy about certain things. But the thing I'm thinking about the lighting, being able to see reflections off of Isaac's like suit there moments that you can scare the player where like they're not they're not they don't have to worry about what's in front of them they see like mm. reflections of the necromorph like jumping behind them and doing this and doing that like and knowing that that's happening and including the audio stuff too and like you so basically you do like a quick turn around and like boom you got the necromorph like right over you and you're like oh shit like that's those are moments that dead space can offer and ah man i with all of the other things that we just talked about in addition to, you know, just the idea of making yourself more and more immersed in this world and having these graphics look the way that they do and having the freaking, the flesh hanging off of the, the necromorphs and all that stuff, man. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know if we're ready for this. I ain't. I got to buy sure. new underwear before I play this shit, man. I ain't ready for this at all. <laughs> all I got to say is I'm streaming. That's the only way I got through Resident Evil. That's the only way I'm going to do this. Oh yeah, it's definitely gonna be a stream. It's definitely gonna be a stream. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but Manny, you know what? What? What do you think about this stuff? What do you? What has you the most excited about it? Yeah, I mean, like we were mentioning with the whole like graphics and atmosphere, how like they're showing from the old to the new. Like the atmosphere looks incredible compared to obviously what was first came out back in like two thousand and I think like six or something like that. So like, I just can't imagine how like just like the whole environment of the whole map is gonna be like. One thing about that space is we know it's like dark, not that much lighting and everything like that. And you're just like going through and then you got these like necromorphs, like, you know, scattering around. You can hear all these noises and everything like that. I just can't imagine how it's going to be when it's like, you know, just this next gen, um, next gen hardware that we got. That's like one thing that got me very excited. I mean, just like the, like I mentioned earlier, them just walking around in the little hallway and like just the suspense is there and just you know like chris says get ready to get a new pair of undies because you're gonna be shitting yourself you're gonna be like new shit different game <laughs> yeah what did nigga need to say on walking dead oh i hope you got your shit pants. <laughs> yeah, oh my goodness yeah man this game looks incredible and this is you know pre-production development build so it's not even like the not alpha yet or anything like that. So I'm just excited to see what the final product will be in the next, you know, months, years or whatever they have. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. I mean, I'm hoping they do a little bit more of this type of stuff, right? Like I'm hoping they keep us more in the loop with the game. I, I feel like the reason they did this in particular, because um, I don't know if you guys caught this in the, the developer live stream, but the interviewer had mentioned, you know, like some people say that, you know, 
why are we remaking the game? Because the game stands the test of time and yada, yada, yada. And the developers like had very, very specific reasons. Basically all the reasons that we, we had just talked about, right? The new hardware, being able to make a more uh, immersive world, all that stuff. That was their reasoning behind like, oh, that's what they said they could bring to the game. Um, but you could tell that like that question was very specifically why they wanted to do this developer live stream, because that's the one thing that I heard the most is like, well, why does dead space need to be remade? It's, you know, it's already a great game. It's not that old. Da, da, da. I don't even know why you would say that because there's games that are not as old as dead space that have been remade so far or been reworked and so on and so forth. Like it's, it's mm-hmm. definitely, it, I feel like it was definitely time for them to, to bring back that franchise. So nothing wrong there, but yeah, you can definitely tell this particular stream was them trying to justify exactly why this is happening. And I hope that they, you know, that chip on their shoulder that they seem, they may seem to have by hearing certain comments on the internet will drive them to a, make a better game and B be as transparent as they possibly can be with the development cycle of this, you know, giving us, you know, more sneak peeks at, okay, well, this is what we're going to like, hopefully next they're going to show like the stasis stuff, like all the, the, the different abilities that you have in the game. Um, you know, hopefully we, we start to see a little bit more of that stuff trickling in, you know, here and there. And man, I can't, I can't talk enough about it, but the graphics, man, the graphics are just mm-hmm. crazy, man. The lighting, all that stuff. Like, like Manny said, it's a dark game, but the thing about it is when you're in a, you're in a, like a desolate spaceship, there are pockets of light and that pocket of light is really what, draws like beauty to the game and you know the the i don't know if they're doing the ray tracing stuff i think they said that that's something that they're dabbling in but having ray trace lighting and reflections and all that stuff with pockets of light in a, a really dark desolate spaceship like that's like an opportunity to, to really showcase that engine and whew, can't wait can't wait can't wait get my boy isaac back so many different things to look forward to man you know obviously Saints Row, Dead Space, Resident Evil, uh, you know, all that stuff, man. It's uh it's as always a good time to be a gamer. Goddamn right. A lot of good mm-hmm. shit going on. Um, but yeah, I think that's uh where we're gonna wrap it up for today. Thank you guys for watching and listening. Um, we're gonna start it off, Manny, you know, what we always do. Where can the people find you? You already know. Uh torch.tv slash goodmasterflex. As well as Instagram and Twitter at GoodmasterFlex underscore TTV and a TikTok at GoodmasterFlex. Word, word. Mr. May 25th, what about you, my boy? Where can they find you? Uh, you know, man, M A Y 25THXX on everything, um, including Gmail and TikTok and all that good mess. Um, yeah, don't ask me about no pen pal, man. Just keep pushing. <laughs> Just keep it pushing. All right, guys, you, for me, it's uh it's Black Ice 8 everywhere on Xbox, uh twitch.tv slash black ice eight. You can find me on PlayStation, find me on uh Twitter, uh Twitter dot uh, wow, twitter.com slash black ice eight. I can't talk, guys. Can't talk. Um, but Instagram and TikTok is gonna be black ice eight underscore gaming. So make sure to check me out. Also make sure to check out the podcast on TikTok, expansion pack podcast is uh Simple. Just search us up. With an X, by the way. X Pension Pack Podcast. Um, Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching and listening. Like we said, make sure to like and subscribe as well. If this is, uh, you know, one of your first times listening to us or or, or seeing us. Thank you guys. We'll check you guys out next week. Peace.